beings welcome to magically reborn's first episode ever i am so freaking excited to be here and i'm so excited to be able to go more into depth about the things i've been talking about on instagram i thought a podcast would be perfect because on instagram there's only so much you can say without getting too lengthy so if you're here from the bottom of my heart i just really want to say thank you Thank you for all of the love and all of the support you have given me. You are all so amazing and I am just so filled with gratitude. I kind of want to set the scene a little for y'all. I am currently sitting in my closet on the floor. The reason why is because I have literally gone to every single room in my home to try to record this podcast and we don't really have a lot of stuff I realized that after recording (laughs) this podcast it just sounded so echoey but last night I was watching a video and the guy had said to go into a closet filled with clothes to do the recordings and I don't know how I didn't think about that yesterday because yesterday I was in a closet. I was in my office's closet, but I don't really have anything in there. So it was very, very echoey. So hopefully my beautiful, amazing closet does wonders for us. But before I start the podcast, I do want to make a disclaimer that I do cuss here and there throughout the podcast just in case you have little ones around you. I don't want to be getting in trouble for that. So, but, all right, let's get into today's topic, which is self-love. I want to start off by defining what self-love is. Self-love is the appreciation that you have for yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. But what exactly is considered self-love? Honestly, for the longest time, I believed that self-love was about feeling good about the way I looked. Like, all I had to do was do my hair, do my makeup, and dress nice, and leave the house. Like, as long as I did not look like a bum in public, that meant I had self-love for myself. And, like, no, what the hell? (laughs) I mean, obviously, if I'm getting ready for myself, that's a different story. But... In reality, self-love is showing the love you desire from others to yourself. Self-love is showing yourself the love you that you so freely give to others. Self-love is loving yourself through all of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Self-love is being grateful for your current life. Self-love is loving your body as you are. Self-love is feeling enough for you. Self-love is the way you feel about yourself, not just your current self, but your past self and your future self. Honestly, I wish I would have been taught what self-love really was like or what it really was growing up because I know for a fact that I wouldn't have put myself in places where I didn't belong. I know I would have walked away so easily from what didn't serve me anymore, but That's why I'm here, 
That's why I started my business. My goal in life is to help women fall in love with themselves, to help women find their voice, and to help them eventually find their dharma. Side note, dharma means purpose, in case you didn't know that, but that will be a conversation for another episode. But I do have a few questions I want to ask you. I prepared some for you, and they're just for reflection. So just answer these questions in your in your mind. Have you recently said something negative about yourself? Have you recently found yourself being a people pleaser? Have you recently compared yourself to other people's lives? Have you recently gotten offended by what others say to you? Have you recently tried to prove to other people that you have it better than them? Have you recently complained about your life or spoken negatively of others? Have you recently begged someone to love you or to choose you? If you said yes to any of these questions, whether you're 19, 30, 60, or 95 years old, this is for you. When you have self-love, it's so much harder to do any of the things that I just asked you. We obviously are not perfect, so we're going to slip up here and there, but you'll be able to say no more times than yes when you ask yourself those questions. And honestly, you're going to catch yourself doing it too. You'll feel it. It'll be like a little ding in your mind. But there's so many things that go into self-love, so I'm going to break them down through this episode. So the first one I want to talk about is body image. In today's society, like we know that it is a goal to be skinny, but the thing is, just because you're skinny does not mean you are healthy. You can weigh more than a skinny person and still live a much healthier lifestyle than them. Like for real, the number on this scale does not matter. And People have always said that and I never believed it until I tested it out last year. I actually did this like workout challenge and at the end of the challenge, I noticed that I still weighed the exact same. And honestly, I was really mad at first, but then I realized that I was so much more stronger than ever. Like I was lifting heavier weights than ever before. I could last longer on the treadmill. My clothes felt really nice on me. I felt really good. I felt really confident in myself. And honestly, that was so much more important to me than whatever the hell that piece of shit said. And that's what I need you to know. The only thing that matters is how healthy you feel within yourself. Not what you want or what you think society wants you to feel. And that's the same with like our features. Like these apps on like Instagram and like Snapchat and all that, they're hella changing our features. Like it's honestly really sad because using one, you might feel ugly going back to not using a filter. And the last thing I want for us is to feel like we're ugly because like we're not. The stupid filter is just making us feel like that. Like the stupid filter is making us feel like we aren't perfect when we really are. We were made in the image of our creator and I say our creator because we all believe in different things and this is a way I get to include all of us by saying our creator. 
So our creator created us in a way they thought was perfect. Yet we're out here bashing all the good that they actually gave us. Can you imagine you create this masterpiece for your partner, okay? You create it, you are so excited to give it to them. And to you, this is like the most perfect thing you have ever created in your eyes. So let's say you give your masterpiece to your partner. Your partner kind of goes, eh, you know, thank you, hangs it up on the wall. But then you start to notice that anytime someone comes to your partner's house, your partner has to tell them all of the imperfections that the piece you gave them has. How would that make you feel? I'm pretty sure that you'd feel pretty shitty because you created this masterpiece. You thought it was perfect in your eyes, yet here's your partner just bashing the shit out of it. And that's exactly how our creator feels. We're bashing their masterpiece. So the next time you find yourself speaking negatively about yourself, just remember that. You are whole as you are. And you are so damn beautiful just as you are. And, you know, something that I really like about our minds is that we can honestly trick it to thinking into thinking that we are whatever we want to be. Like, our mind doesn't know what's real and what's fake. Like, so why not trick it for the better? Um, An example I have is... (laughs) It's so freaking funny. So a few years ago, I wanted to work on being confident in myself. And I had, I remember that I had heard someone once say, like, you can tell a person is confident in themselves by the way that they walk. So that's what I was going to do. I was like, all right, so I want to be confident. So let's start with my walk. So the next morning I got up, got ready for my work, full face of makeup, hair done, professional clothes, heeled boots, and I went on my way. I I slouched a lot. I used to slouch so much. And I remember I stood up and I walked down the street pretending I was confident and I didn't even look down at the ground. Okay? That's how invested I was. And next thing you freaking know, as I'm walking in front of like 10 people, I literally fell on my knees for some reason my boots the laces on my boots kind of like attached each other to the other boot because I had little hooks on them and I I hella fell so hard and I was so embarrassed (laughs) oh I felt so dumb but at least like the people around me they were really kind they helped me up and they put the stuff back into my purse I said thank you to them and I went on my way and while I was walking to work I I remember thinking like damn like here I am trying to put effort into this you know like I'm really trying to work on my confidence and yet I freaking fell in front of so many people like maybe this isn't for me maybe I shouldn't work on being confident and even though I had thought that I still continued Every day, I paid attention to the way I walked because that was my goal and I wanted to be confident. And it actually worked. A few months later, I was walking into work with some heels and the office has like 
well had because I don't I don't work there anymore but the office had like this tile in the front by the door and as I was walking one of my coworkers turns around and she was like oh it's you and I was like yeah what what do you mean and she was like well I heard someone walk in heels and I said in my head like wow that person is walking confidently like I turned around and I thought I would see like a businesswoman or something and it was you and seriously that's when I knew it worked that was seven years ago I tricked my mind into being confident until this day I still walk that way and I don't even have to talk I don't have to even think about it anymore it's just the part it's just a part of me now and we have the power to do that you know like I look back to this memory and the universe literally said, all right, you said that you want to work on being confident. Okay, I'm going to test you. Do you really want to work on being confident? Boom, here, I tripped. Now I had the choice. Do I just pull back and feel sorry for myself and say, F this, like, I'm not supposed to be confident and just never work on it ever again? Or do I say, wow wow, I'm actually trying to work on something and something hard came to try to stop me. But you know what? I'm going to keep doing doing it because this is my goal. We have the power. We have control over our lives. What are you going to do? Are you going to fall down and say, F everything, I'm not going to do this anymore, I give up? Or are you going to say, you know, shit happens, let's keep walking. And that's one of the reasons why I really like using affirmations that feel good to me. Um, I know a lot of people don't really like using affirmations because they don't really feel genuine. But I've noticed that if they don't feel genuine, it's because they don't relate to you. So I suggest looking up for affirmations that relate to the things that you want to work on. Because if we're always feeding our mind negativity, we're always going to be unhappy with ourselves. So we got to trick our mind and tell tell it things that we are so it believes us. Like if I tell myself, I am beautiful as I am every single day, guess what? My mind is going to believe that. Being able to love your body fully will help you not compare yourself to others on social media or in person. Like, seriously, tell yourself the good things. You deserve it. Your mind really is keeping track of everything you say. So just like you don't want to tell your family member or your child or your partner that they're ugly and they're fat and all of this stuff, don't say those things to yourself. Lie to your mind. Trick it. Because I promise you, you will see a difference. The next thing I want to talk about is people pleasing. And I know this is so hard. And it has taken a lot for me to get through this. But I don't know about y'all, but growing up, I felt like I had to please my parents in everything that I did. I felt like I had to have the perfect grades, the perfect friends, and... Be perfect in extracurricular activities. And I also felt like I had to be perfect in the religion I was a part of. I realized that as I got older, 
I felt like I still had to please my parents and my partners and my friends. I was doing everything to make other people happy and nothing for myself. And I was so miserable. And I wish I never was a people pleaser, but you know, what can I do now? I've learned from my mistakes, I've grown, and we've moved on. (laughs) But I'm sure that if you're a people pleaser, you probably feel this way too. You find it hard to be happy because everyone else's happiness matters. You might find it hard to leave relationships because you might feel bad about how the person might feel. And you might even find it hard to leave your job because you know that they need you. But listen... And listen very closely. This is your life. And none of these people's happiness is more important than yours. Why force yourself to be somewhere that doesn't make you happy? Why force yourself to be with someone that doesn't make you happy? Or add on to your happiness. I mean, makes you have a miserable life is what I'm going to (laughs) say. Um, but you know, some of these people might be taking advantage of you because they know that you will do whatever they need you to do. Or some of these people are just trying to live their life through you because they wish their lives were different. But either way, they have this hold on you and you're letting them have so much power over you. And I want to ask you, Why doesn't your happiness matter? 10, 15 years down the road, you're probably going to think back and say, damn, why did I allow that to happen? Why didn't I just listen to myself? I'm going to be blunt and say, stop being a people pleaser. I know it's so much easier said than done. It takes a lot of work, but it is not impossible. You're just letting people have control over you. And I'm sure you probably complain about it. But guess what? You're the one that's giving them the power. So it's time to take your power back. It's time to enjoy life the way you want to enjoy it. It's time to say, fuck everyone else. This is my life. Life is meant to be lived happily. We're supposed to enjoy it. One thing as about us as humans, for some reason, we find it so much easier to live a miserable life than to actually live a happy one. Let me say that again. <laughs> we find it easier to live a miserable life than to live a happy one. Why is it so damn hard For us to live a happy life. For some reason, we find it hard to choose us. We find it hard to love ourselves. We find it hard to walk away from things that don't serve us. But why? Why is that so hard? Why does anyone's opinion even matter? They're not the ones living our lives. They're not the ones going through these experiences that we're going through. They don't have to live your life 24-7. So why let you live their life? Your happiness matters. 
no matter your age. One thing I've heard is, I'm too old to change my life. And the person was in their 50s, like maybe 55 or something. And I literally was like, ma'am, you've probably got like 30 plus years under your belt. Like, you really want to live another 30 years being miserable? Like, that makes no sense to me. If you knew you had one year to live, how would you spend it? I'm sure you'd leave the toxic job or that toxic relationship and probably do whatever the fuck you want. So why aren't you doing that now? Why are you so worked up on pleasing everyone else around you? Why don't you matter? Once you start to build those boundaries, you might lose people and that's totally okay because they're just mad that they don't have that access to you and good you know like you definitely don't want to have someone like that in your life who is literally just dumping all this negativity onto you and you might get people who get mad at you but those who stay those who are meant to be in your life will stay they will support you and Even if they get mad, they're going to come around because guess what? They're going to notice that, you know what? I'd rather have them in my life than not at all. And they will come around. I promise you that. Okay, so now let's talk about letting go, having the non-attachment. So... It's about begging people to love you and make you happy. And I want you to think about this. What if somebody came up to you right now and said, you need to make me happy and you need to make me feel loved and you have to do it the way I want to or else? What What's going through your mind right now? Because I know that sounds hella scary, kind of like a threat. And honestly, that's way too much pressure for me. I I don't like that kind of pressure. I don't perform well with that kind of pressure. And I'm sure you probably don't either. But here's the thing. That's exactly the pressure we're putting onto our partners and our loved ones. We may not even say it just like that, but that's exactly what we're doing. We blame others because they're not the ones making us happy. But when have we ever actually blamed ourselves you know like we it's so easy to just blame everyone for everything that's going on in our lives but that's just us playing the victim and who the hell wants to be the victim I know I don't that's why I changed my shit up because I'm not about to be a victim give yourself the love you are expecting from others when you have that love and happiness within, you really don't need it from anyone else. You're not looking for it. You're not like desperate for it. You'll also be able to let go of those who don't love you the way you do because you wouldn't settle for less. I know it's not easy, you know, to learn to love yourself, but what a, what do you do when you want to date someone and hopefully fall in love? Like you meet someone oh, this person's actually interesting. I actually want to get to know them. I want to know all of the good, all of the bad, and all of the ugly. 
I'm you're probably going to love them for who they are. But you also want to spend time with them and you're going to be doing cute little things to make them happy, you know, like buy them their favorite drink or buy them a cute little teddy bear or some jewelry, you know. And since you're willing to do those things for someone else, I'm going to challenge you to do it for yourself. Treat yourself the way you would treat someone you love. You're with yourself 24-7. And you will be with yourself until the day you die. You might as well get to know who you are so you don't get annoyed being with yourself. And if you don't like yourself, I just want to ask, like, how are you expecting others to like you? I know... A lot of people say, oh, don't say that if someone doesn't love themselves, they aren't worthy of love. That is not what I'm saying at all. You are worthy of love. That's what I've been trying to tell you this whole damn episode. But I just want you to imagine this. Imagine I go up to you and I say, hey, so-and-so, I really hate this company that I work for. It's super toxic. I have a lot of negative feelings about it. I hate this. I hate that. But I really think you should come work with us because I think you'll like it. What do you think? You're probably gonna look at me like I'm freaking psycho. Like, why are you telling me to go work for this nasty company that you don't even like? So your self-love is the most important thing. Showing others how you show yourself love makes them see how they should show up for you. People will call you selfish for putting yourself first, but if you don't put yourself first, who will? If you don't put your love first, who will? If you don't put your happiness first, who will? No one is going to, so you're the one that's going to have to do it. When you have that self-love within yourself, you don't expect it from anyone else. If someone comes and shows you the love you wanted from a partner, it's just going to be extra love for you. And we all know we love that extra love. But having a loved one should be adding to our happiness. We shouldn't be depending on anyone to make us happy. But I will reiterate what I said earlier about not settling for less. Like, seriously, when you love yourself fully, you don't put yourself in situations where you don't belong. You're not going to let someone who doesn't appreciate you the way you appreciate yourself be in your life. Like, ever. Someone disrespects you? Oh, hell no. No one ever disrespects me like that. Get the hell out of my life. It's going to be that easy. You're not going to waste energy on people who just want to sit there and disrespect you. Your energy is so precious. So if you're going to do anything this year, work on your self-love. Because the love you have for yourself is literally the most and best type of love. The next thing I want to talk about is getting offended by what others say to you. Um, There are so many things when it comes to being offended. So I'm going to try to give you guys examples of different scenarios. So 
let's say that you get promoted at work and a colleague isn't happy about it and they make it known that they don't agree with that decision. And in letting people know they're making snarky comments to other coworkers, to you, to just like anyone around them as to why they don't think you deserve that position. That shit is going to hurt. But honestly, it has nothing to do with you. People say dumb shit all the time because they're hurt or they aren't healed. They take things way too personally. And how do we know that? Well, for starters, someone who is truly aware of themselves isn't actually going to be making comments like that. Why wouldn't they? Well, again, someone who is self-aware knows that the position wasn't meant for them. That if it was really meant to be, it would have been. And that you getting that position over them has nothing to do with them. I've had a lot of snarky comments said to me throughout my life and it used to bother me a lot. More recently, I had someone tell me that they didn't understand why I was receiving all of these amazing blessings in my life and that it didn't make any sense to them. And I was actually really hurt by this comment because this person was supposed to be close to me and I've literally, I just couldn't imagine why someone would say something like that. But then I remembered that I know my worth and I actually worked my ass off to get to where I am today and that person doesn't actually see everything that I do. They don't know anything about my life. They just see the things that I allow them to see. Now, another example is when someone makes an ignorant comment. When, when someone makes an ignorant comment, it shouldn't offend you. And let me explain before you get all upset with me. When someone makes an ignorant comment, you have the option to get mad, to educate, to ignore it, to not acknowledge it or whatever. But what I'm going to say is you can only educate those who want to be educated. If they don't, you're just going to sit there and argue back and forth with this person as to why their, their comment was ignorant and you're not going to get anywhere. You're literally beating a dead horse. So why waste your energy that way? And if someone is making you that mad, you're probably going to be moping around what they said throughout your day while they're out there not giving a shit about you and they're just living their life. So let people say whatever the hell they want to say. It should not affect your mood. And that's why I mean by you shouldn't be getting offended by these comments. They're the ones who have insecurities when they say things like that. Like I said, like all these people will say stupid shit, but like I said, they probably have insecurities and that's why they're saying those things. Another thing too is like if someone is trying to come to you to tell you something that you had done and made them feel a certain type of way, don't just say, oh, that's all you, that's all you, like, you're the problem. Acknowledge that you've hurt them, okay? Acknowledge it. No need to get defensive about them coming to you and trying to be open about what you might have said. Because if you're the one getting mad, guess what? Ugh. 
there's some issues with you there. Like, I had gone to someone once to tell them about something they were doing that was actually hurting me and bothering me. And they got so defensive and told me they didn't want to talk to me. And I was confused because I was coming from a good place. And I literally was rewriting and writing everything as nice as possible and letting them know, like, I'm trying to build this relationship with you. Like, this is why I'm coming to you. I want us to have a good relationship. And they just blew me off. So... I, at first, I was like, what the what the hell? Like, what? I thought I was doing the right thing. But again, them getting mad and telling them and them telling me they didn't want to talk to me anymore had nothing to do with me. For some reason, me coming to them and setting a boundary offended them and triggered them. And that's all on them. That's not on me. So... The last thing I want to say about this whole offensive part is really just pay attention to where you spend your energy. Think of your energy as money. If you're not going to go spend your money on things that are not important to you, why are you going to spend your energy on people that are not important to you? Your energy and your time is very valuable. So take care of it. Don't spend it all in one place. So let's talk about the ego. If you don't know what the ego is, the ego is that thing inside who tells us who we are. It wants to keep us safe. It wants to be loved by everyone. And it wants to be accepted by everyone. Now, the other day I was reading the book, Think Like a Monk. It's by Jay Shetty. 1000% recommend it. He had a lot of great things to say and I learned a lot, but one of the things that really stood out to me was when he spoke about the difference between the self-esteem and the ego. So the self-esteem doesn't beg for love and the self-esteem doesn't care if others like them or not. The self-esteem might not even tell you how well they're actually doing in their life and the self-esteem is quiet because they know their worth, but the ego... The ego wants to be liked and accepted by others or else it feels like it's not worthy. The ego feels like it needs to prove to others that it is amazing and that it is doing better than anyone else around them just to make themselves feel better about themselves. We will never actually get rid of the ego. It's always going to be there. But we got to learn when the ego is speaking and when it's your highest self and your highest self is the one that knows best. When you genuinely love yourself and are genuinely happy and grateful for the current life that you have, like I mentioned before, you actually find it really hard to be negative. You find it hard to keep yourself in places where you don't belong. You find it hard to speak ill of others and you don't care if others in your life are doing better than you. You don't even care if you're even accepted by anyone else. Why? Well, because you know your worth and no one else can define that for you. I know that with social media, sometimes it can be hard to see others making big moves in their lives. But one thing you have to remember is that we're all on different paths. We are all after different things. Can you imagine if after high school, we all had the exact same path? 
no thank you I really don't want anyone else's path like I am good where I'm at but seriously that would be so boring what would even be the purpose of life you know and honestly like we already live like robots so that would even make it even more like we are robots and truth be told most of the people you wish like if you have them on Instagram and you wish you had their life you probably don't really want their life because you don't know what is going on in the walls of their home or they might just be in a shit ton of debt and they want to show everyone else that they're doing so well in in life and you have no idea because they're just showing you all of the good parts. They're showing you what they want to show you. So don't feel bad for not being where you thought you would be in life. Like I said, we all have different paths and it's completely normal. Focus on you and only you. Honestly, like No one gives a shit about the things that you are doing. Everyone is so worried about themselves that they're not paying attention to you. That sounds really rude, but it's the truth. Like, nothing has anything to do with you. And if you're so worried about what everyone else is thinking about you, it's probably because you're too worried about what everyone else is doing around you. So focus on yourself because... That's just a waste of energy and that just brings a lot of negativity into your life. No one gives a shit. Keep doing you. And if people are going to talk about you, let them. That says so much more about who they are than you. So focus on your current goals and the love that you have for yourself. Because the more you practice on your self-love, the less you pay attention to what everyone else is doing around you. Everyone on this planet is a reflection of you. All the faults you see in a person are the faults you see within yourself. And if you're out here saying, this person thinks they're all that and they think they're better than everyone, ask yourself how you know that. How do you know that this person thinks they're all that and that they think they're better than everyone? Is it because deep down you feel that way about yourself? See, someone who doesn't think they're all that and better than everyone will never see that in anyone else. If you look at someone and think, wow, that person is so fat, you're most likely saying that because if you were their size, you would call yourself fat or you're probably calling yourself fat right now. And so you feel like everyone that's bigger than you is considered fat. Anytime you find something about someone that you don't like, ask yourself why. Why does it bother you? And how do you know that? Remember, every person in your life is just a mirror and you're just staring at yourself. Maybe knowing that will help you reflect on your life. But before I end the episode, I do want to give you a challenge that I mentioned earlier. Give yourself the love that you've been expecting from others. And give yourself the love that you so freely give to others. Go buy yourself the flowers. Tell yourself that you love yourself. Caress your beautiful body. Write yourself a love note. Take yourself on a date. Go on that solo trip. There's no need to wait on anyone else. Do anything and everything that you want others to do for you for yourself. If you're thinking, hell no, that's freaking weird. 
I'm here to tell you that it's not weird at all. It's actually pretty normal and people do it all of the time. People even go to the movies by themselves. It's completely normal. Society just wants us to rely on other people and not ourselves. But when you rely on yourself and you love yourself fully, you become so damn powerful. Don't expect anything from anyone. You do you because this is your life. Give yourself the love you deserve. I also do want to give a quick announcement. If you've been wanting to truly work on your self-love, I have something coming out in the next few weeks. So keep an eye out for that announcement. If we all had self-love, the world would truly be a better place. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a review on whatever platform you are listening from and share this episode on your social media or with anyone you think would benefit from it. And if you want to see what my business is about, follow me at Purple Moon Magic. Magic is with a K on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you all next week.